Before we get in the show, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. This podcast is presented by the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Propel's Talk, located at 918 Poitier Street by the Superdome. Give them a call at 504-523-5413. If you or someone you know has been involved in an accident, and make sure to mention that we sent you. We got five. We got Lito. We got Chris Connor here on a Sunday night. Um, let's get right into it, Jared. You were in the building uh, on Thursday. And there's a lot of speculation. Are we going to trade Brandon? Are we going to trade Zion for Scoot? So on and so forth. None of that happened, right? And so I feel like now the front office, once again, is is all in on Brandon and Zion. Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, how can you not be? I mean, you you kind of you got to double down on, on what you've already predicted, right? You got Zion, uh, bona fide all-star when healthy. Uh, Brandon could be an all-star when healthy. You have that on your you have that on your roster. You kind of have to just kind of fill the roster around those guys and their skill set. I think getting a, a shooter in Jordan Hawkins at, at 14 is a, a pivotal move, right? Because we've been, you know, crying for shooters. I've been I, I said this when the season ended. Like your first objective is to get more shooting. I mean, that's been a problem. I think getting a guy like Jordan Hawkins at, at 14 is a good move. Were there other moves? Of course, there possibly could have been. But that was the one that they chose. I don't have a problem with it because that was a guy I was looking at. Yeah, uh, and Jared, we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about more him here in the second segment. Uh, but Chris, um, me and you had a couple cocktails on Thursday. <laughs> I don't know if we had the most yeah, thoughts. Uh, <laughs> so uh, all in on Brandon and Zion. Did you think it was the right move? Um, yeah. I mean, you know, time time will ultimately tell. Um, I mean, I hope it's the right move and. You know, it was kind of my line of thinking before, you know, some of the some of the reports and some of the things that, you know, have been have been said, um, some of the things that we had heard from various folks about what could end up changing and all the different stuff that was put out from articles and content, you know, that we even put out on this network um, about the business aspect of it. But we did a show, I think, a month ago, um, right around the time that I think the school Henderson if like the first part about school, the Pelicans being interested in school dropped, and you know my thoughts were like, it's I'm willing to give it one one last run and figure it out from here anyway. So uh, regardless of how close things were, regardless of what of what did, you know, here's where you're at. <laughs> the 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 question in itself, I mean, it, is, it has me ready to put my head through this damn computer screen. But, you know, um, yeah, man, I, I personally want to see it. I want to see them have one more shot at this and, you know, we can reevaluate. And because I feel like if it doesn't work this year, a lot of jobs are going to be lost and people are going to be moved anyway. So, and, and Lita, that's, that's perfect. You know, just I, I would just go off Chris's, you know, comments right there because once again, we're in the offseason and asking the same question. So, do you think it was the right move by the front office? We'll give it one more shot or will it be too late? I think it was the right move by the front office to answer your question. Can they stay healthy? No, but I think it was the right move by the front office. Uh, I think that you got to give them you, you, basically like verbatim what Chris said. You got to give them one. You got to give them one last run. You know what I'm saying? To see if they can work it out as, as you have Zion under five years now. Right. And then you, right. you're in control of his destiny or your destiny by having him under contract. And then the same, you know, what, what would be I got what, what one more? Yeah, I mean, he's got he's got this year the next next year. all right so uh, yeah like I mean you basically you basically still in control of 
both contracts, so to speak. And you can, if it doesn't work out, you can jump in, jump out ahead of it, you know what I'm saying, this summer, uh, excuse me, next summer, and, and, you know, I guess, quote, unquote, right your wrongs. But I do think the best decision is for them to, is what they did, like keep them, keep them together. I mean, I'd have loved school. You know what I'm saying? I'd have loved school, but, you know, is school better than Zion? No, is he better than Brandon? Today, like, no, he's not better than either one of them. So, yeah. Jared, you were in the building. Um, Thursday, what was that like? Was it, uh, you know, was it chaos? Was it kind of just quiet? Like, what'd you think? What'd you see in here? It was kind of funny. Like, you 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 see, like, some of the people walking around the building. They're kind of anxious. It's almost like certain information was being passed in passing. Like, you get, like, you'll hear a little snippet over here. Like, somebody will make a comment about something, and you'll just see how they reacted, how some of the, you know, player personnel will react or some of the social media people that were in the room, how they will react. Because, you know, they get information, too, maybe. Who knows? Who knows what they get? But <laughs> kind of be in the building and try to understand, like, how this thing works and how people move. Because uh, re- realistically, sorry, we're, we were on the, the Saints side, right? The Saints part of the building. They were on the opposite end. You know, I guess the war room was on the opposite end in the, in the Pelicans facility. So they, they separated by, you know, let's say a couple, let's say a football field. Um, and, and just being in the building and understanding how, how people move and how the atmosphere was, it was cool. It was cool to be around uh, certain people. Yeah. Um, and Chris, so <clears throat> we talked about Brandon, we talked about Zion, but, you know, I was thinking about it today, man. Like, no one's talking about CJ, uh, which I think is interesting because he, if, when he was, I, I looked at the stats. I did 46 games. I think he got hurt. It was January 28th against the Wizards is when he banged up his uh, finger. Uh, before that, the f- first 46 games, average 21 points per game, six assists, 39% from deep. You get you, you get a healthy CJ with a healthy Brandon Zion. I know, gotta stay healthy. Do you not like that team? Um. Yes, I mean, I'll, you know, <laughs> it's like it's it's tough because I mean, you're talking about like on paper and basketball, man. I, I mean, they need a larger sample size. I mean, who knows? Twenty games, I may not like the team. I don't know if I like the team. I think I like I like the talent. I like the ideas that I formulate in my head, the positivity that I try to put forward. How I think, you know, in a in, with an offense that has a couple more, a couple more tweaks, a couple more you know, of structured and creative ideas. I mean, you know, you throw in Trey and company. And, you know, what's funny, Justin, I, I was thinking about it as five as five was talking. You know, um, I, we we have been talking a lot about Zion and, and B.I. and what it means to hold them and keep them together and, and all, all the different people involved. But, you know, you think about it, C.J.'s only been a – he's only been a Pelican, um, you know, for a season and a half. So if – you kind of you put a lot on him in regards to the veteran aspect of things and Larry Nance is you know as well as some of the other older you know the older guys that you have on the team depending on what you do with Jonas and such but from CJ's perspective I mean I feel like you kind of you know kind of gotta give him another because you brought him when you brought him to New Orleans that you know it was to play with Zion and Brandon and it feels like if you would have moved on from Brandon or if you would have moved on from Zion at that point, what message is that given to him and how long before you start thinking about moving him? So um, it, it's it's insane. 
it's inferior. It, it's just it, it's a lot of different different words and, and explanations in regards to us being here again, because the odds are not in your favor in regards to these two guys staying healthy. The history, you know, speaks for itself. But um, until then, we just you know, we just imagine, man, because I, I, have, I, I still have no idea what these what this team looks like um, when they're all together. I can, I can only hope. Right. Uh, Jarrett, we talked about it. We, you know, I thought CJ was looking back on it. You know, we're two months or whatever removed from that loss in OKC. And Lito, will get your thoughts on this too. Um, if CJ is the third option, which he was penciled in to be and playing off Brandon and Zion, I think a lot of things are different. He was thrown into the fire where Zion was hurt, Brandon was hurt. He was clearly hurt, had to play through it, play through injury, play through all this stuff. Because if we don't even have CJ, I mean, they might have won, not have won a game the rest of the way. So, when I'm, I just think that I can't believe I'm going to say this. Maybe, maybe I'm crazy, Chris. In in five, like I, I want to see these three again. I really do. I want to see the trio again, and I want to see them healthy. I, I know. I, and let, I'm going to let y'all go. Wait, wait, wait. You mean again? We've only seen it for ten games. I mean, yeah, yeah. of course. Of course, but, we all would like. But to there's see. a lot of people like break it up, change it. Like I, yeah, there okay. were a lot and, of takes and, this and, week, and, and, just, and that's okay. You know, we got to be okay with people having those takes. They have an argument in saying that. Like, sure, oh, they're they not healthy. Cool, break it up because you don't see them anyway. And then you have the opposite side of that saying, "Well, we haven't seen them. We should, you know, double down." And I think this season is Griff and company double downing on that. Like, of course, you can see that the their skill set kind of aligns, but you kind of have to see it gel. On paper, this game is not played on paper. This game is not. You can have the best – we've seen best the best players in the world be on the same team and not win. Why? Because their styles didn't go together. This is just another example of, like, we have to see it pan out before we can actually give it a, a good assessment on it. And in a new offense – in a new yes. offense, right? I, I, I mean, that, that's another area. like that's another transition that you know that's taking place. It's gonna we don't know if 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 the offense is gonna make them better, if it's gonna keep them the same, if it's gonna make it if it's gonna make it worse. We there there's so many different things, and that that leads into a lot of different moves that, that the team does this offseason. There's so many different question marks that you have that are all put on the shoulders of these two guys staying healthy, and you know and beyond. I mean. You know, the pick of Jordan Hawkins, I think, you know, I think in theory, the player in itself. Yeah. 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 He he, he fits. We like five said, we've all been 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 asking, crying and, and, and complaining about shooting and spacing and movement shooting. And we talked about possible free agent options and such, you know, but the questions go go beyond that. When you look at some of the other guys in this roster, who's who who's going to return? How will the minutes open up? How will the pay? How will the patients, uh, you know, how patient will the staff be? Um, you know, you just brought in, you know, another another uh, coach to the to the to the bench in, in Aaron Mills. You know, um, I, I mean, there's just last year, man, when we were having conversations, we it finally felt like, all right, we're not left in the I guess in the middle of just confusion and the unknown. That was that was part of the fun in the offseason. It felt like all right, there's a clear progression here right. to take. Now we're back with uh, just a big question mark. So um yeah. Lead off. Well said, Chris. Yo, man. Um, we gotta take it easy on like look, 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 look. We was all tough on CJ last year. 
uh, and rightfully so in in in, in you know c- certain certain arenas like you know i don't mean to cut you off i, I gotta say this to jared because i I think that we were hard on him because of the decision making. I wasn't. I, I wanted to be. More, I wouldn't. I didn't really care about like the the makes or the points per game or whatever. I was yeah. more upset with the decision making, knowing that he was hurt and not getting up the ball and being more facilitated. Let me let me put it I in better. Let me put it in better terms for you. We were mad at CJ because we didn't feel like he was reading the room. Yes. We 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 didn't we didn't necessarily know he was hurt, but he he looked something looked off, but he wasn't helping his case because he continued to play like the guy he was if he wasn't hurt, right? Mm-hmm. So when you look at it like that, you're like, what the fuck wrong with him? But when you take a step back and you look at the whole, you look at the whole season in totality, right? Because I, I want to say this. I see people like talking crazy about CJ. Yo, <clears throat> 75 games played, 1,500 points, 38% from three, right? 38% from three. He had to take 1,300. He took, he took 1,300 field goal attempts simply because one in 14 wasn't there somebody got to fill the void dog and and if you look at it nobody else on the team was ready to pick up that kind of production nobody was ready to put that kind of heavy lifting on their shoulders you know what i'm saying and even if you look at it trey i think trey played 79 games and he shot 40 percent. but like trey wasn't ready to fill him shoes last year you know what i'm saying like not going into this season you know, you might have a case for it, but like I think you gotta respect Christian because the thing about Christian is in year, I don't know what year this is, but I don't think he's he bro walking out of his sleep, waking up, he gonna get you 20. He gonna average 20. He gonna find a way his game is crafty enough where it don't matter. This is a new offense. Guess what? Christian gonna be Christian. He gonna he go he go do that thing where he make it dance, then he go he go shoot it from the mid-range, right? So chill so so he he is uh he's he's a guy i'm not worried about especially if he's coming into this season healthy i'm not worried about christian and 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 i think you know you getting people upset at him because of yeah he took however many shots yeah that's because the motherfuckers who was supposed to be taking the shots wasn't on the court to take the shots do that thing to make you dance. Damn, that that's crazy, dog. Do that it's crazy. That's what dance instructors do. That's what you know I'm saying. Five, go ahead. I'm wondering what kind of dance instructor he is. Hey, bro. Hey, 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 hey. It could have been worse. Could have drafted that guy from Kansas. I mean, uh, listen. Oh, no, 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 no. That dude, that dude dressed like uh, a Christmas elf did not need to be in New Orleans, just based on the fan base alone. But back to back to Christian, I, and I think with the was it a torn? What's that? A lit? What's that labrum. called? Yeah, labrum. Torn labrum. Yeah. And he shot. And he shot. 30, still, she was still shooting thirty eight percent from three. Like yes. that's crazy. That's, yes. That's crazy to even think and, about. And he had it. like three or four 40 point games this year. I think it was yeah. like, I looked at the stat. I mean, go ahead. Sorry, Fox. Like, like I was just saying, like that dude is a professional. Like he's gonna show up to play. Like it, my my beef with him has Paul has nothing to do with you know anything, you know, him fighting through injury, right? It's about the decision making. But I think it is, right. you know, he couldn't dribble the ball because his his fingers messed. Like he had one hand. He had one hand. So yeah. I think uh, the, the the memory I've etched in my brain is when it was like the last possession of the game against the Thunder. You had Trey Murphy wide open in the corner, and like forced like a floater. That 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 the, that's the stuff that I'm talking about. You can't have a better option. Hey, hey, listen, I think I think that come that that <clears throat> happens with time. That growth, damn, bro, this is too, too many pauses. It's, that happens <laughs> with with growth from a person like CJ, right? Like 
especially playing with another person like Trey, like, you know, yeah, yeah they yeah. Yeah. they are new to each other too. Like yeah. playing one year with another player is still new. Like it takes time. Yeah. You know, maybe he'll trust Trey next year because now that they've done it, they've gone through that that realm. You know, how long did he play with Dane? Eight Ooh, years? Eight? I think yeah. eight. You know, like, what are we talking about? Like, we, I think this was a good illustration uh, for Trey Five, in which the entire team, you know, uh, outside of Zion, of course, slowly started to realize, all right, you know, like we we have been asking Trey to shoot the ball and be more aggressive, mm-hmm. and that definitely helped. But it was also clear from the staff to the players they realized the the importance of him. So I don't know. I mean, I I don't know how many if he'll how many months in you know this up. Coming season, he'll shoot what was it, eight threes in a month. But I don't think that you know there, there's a clear, I guess, path for them to pick up where they left off and just understanding. Okay, we have to make him a higher emphasis. But again, um, it's going to be curious. It's going to be interesting to see how that all works with um, new parts of your staff and in a new offense. I mean, it just. I, it, it's bro. It's so it's going to be so difficult having some of these discussions about, you know, um, improvements and what we want to see when we're talking about an entire new offense. Um, who knows what growth that uh, man, what what evolution Willie Green has had, uh, you know, going into year three. I'm really curious to the thoughts and what he's looking to get better at and what he learned and maybe what he was kind of uh upset with himself about from year two that he feels like he could have he he could have done better outside of we haven't even gotten free agency yet so <laughs> i mean you know can i can lot, i add man. one can i add one point to this real quick yeah i just want to just just one more thing about christian uh we he he got to the free throw line because this was a this was a point of contention he got he shot 238 free throws right and as much shit as we talked about him not reading the room Right, as much as we talked about him, you know, in his decision making, he still led the team in assists in totality. Yeah, and uh, I think Jared, I think he had a correct me if I'm wrong, Lito, but I think he might have had career best or second career best uh, in free throw percentage. But Jared, we we saw him literally work on that every single day after practice. Uh, but Jared, I want to ask you this to, to Chris's point: um, new offensive scheme coming in. Uh, once again, the big three have played a total of ten games. And you probably have five, what, five or six preseason games. I remember last year, uh, Brandon sitting out with a toe injury. And I think he played the last game. Um, I think maybe it was in Birmingham. I could be wrong, whatever. Uh, How important now are those preseason games with training camp? How important those are going to be? Monumental. And and James is going to bring a new element that, no, we're going to play like this all the time. This is, this is our style and this is what we're going to do. And, when you see you, when you see a draft a player like Jordan Hawkins, and I think Ross said it uh, on y'all's last pod, like, like this is a total James move. And, and you see the way Charlotte played last year and the year before; it's always similar. And I think getting up threes and corner threes are going to be like a huge component to this offense. And you know that's a layup to, to Trey Murphy. Yo, Justin, you and I, you we've seen Trey and, and Najee and have these three point shooting contests yeah. and pra- like. The, usually they're in the corner working on those, right? right? Like it, you can say Jose is a really good corner three shooter. So implementing these guys into that it, really to their strengths, right? Or, or giving them some kind of idea of where their shots are going to come from. Right. It's going to be huge. 
So mm-hmm. those games, those early games, those early preseason games are going to be monumental uh, to, you know, getting off to a good start this season. Five, you you talked, you had an, an entire article about identity. Uh, we had we had a lot of shows talking, you know, asking what the identity of what, you know, this team was. Um, and regardless of how, of how anyone feels about the pick, if they would have liked someone else, if they don't, if, if, if they think Jordan, Jordan Hawkins is going to be able to make an impact, whether it be because of his play, or because of him being a rookie or because of the way he falls in the rotation, um, that's an identity pick. It, 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 it fits to where you say this guy, no, we're taking this guy because he's going to fit into our style. So what we yes. want to do like that, that builds an identity and you can't, you can't be upset about that. Right. They they are going to at least have some kind of principles. You talked about corner threes, um, five. Borrego comes in known big on angle pick and rolls, right? How many how many angle pick and rolls will we see? And what and in in the variety, you know, uh, you know, with the options that you will have with the different level of um, you know, of uh, dribblers that you you know from, from CJ to Zion to to Brandon to you know, to dice it, to trade. Like we, I'm really, if I'm excited about, about anything that is, has a question mark and that is, that is unknown. I'm really curious about what a fresh and updated system is going to look like that has clear right. principles and um, identities from today, not when the season starts, not depending on who's available, no matter who's out there, this is what we're doing and this is how we're playing. And I, I to, to piggyback off that, like right, you can look at the league now. Like the 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 way it's going is more offense, right? Like it's a direct line, B line to hey, we're trying to get up as many shots as we possibly can because more shots on goal, more shots we make, possibly you know more more times we win. The Pelicans were 29th in the league at three point attempts. Yes, 15th, 15th in three point percentage. That means they take good threes. They just don't take enough threes right so getting up more threes and what's a good three-point shot the corner three so it all makes sense it all makes sense drafting a guy like jordan hawkins i think you can i think it's easier to teach a guy to play defense rather than teaching him how to shoot yes my opinion a million million percent um lito because it's perfect let's get a jordan hawkins now uh chris and five just nailed it uh borrego that was his guy um, and once again, we've heard that he crushed the workouts and they went and got their guy. They didn't move up. They didn't have to move up. They didn't have to move back. They just stayed at 14. How do you like Hawkins around players such as Zion, CJ, Brandon, Trey? I mean, think about that. I mean, oh, such a, this is such a surrounding Zion with shooters. This, this is the best question you ever asked me. Thank you. Thank you. Like last time you asked me how I thought about Willie Green's offensive game, some crazy shit. You like, I don't know what you. It was one time like four weeks ago. <laughs> that, was, that was crazy. <laughs> thank, thank you for this. One. But listen, I got an answer. All right. It's very simple, and I'm going to get right to it. So, Bob just said the Pelicans were 29th in threes attempted, right? In 37 games, Jordan Hawkins made 109 threes. Shot 38% from behind the arc on seven. On, he shot 7.6 attempts mm. per game, right? In in 37 games. And to break that down, right? Let's let let's let's do some math. CJ in 75 games, right? He made 211. Trey made 202 in 79 games, right? The next closest person is Jose Alvarado, 
who shot, who, excuse me, who made 83 of them in 61 games, right? So, so when you're asking me, what will Jordan Hawkins do? Yo, like it's not even the threes. It's not, it's not the threes, right? Cause they not regular threes, right? These are, these, these not standstill threes. This is, this is, this is, this is not you getting doubled and kicking it out to, to outlet. Nah, this is a man who made 109 threes running full speed all over the court, right? Setting his man up, going in the opposite position. Like, that's not normal, dog. Why Chris got on glasses? That's not normal, dog. Like, the, the NBA, the NBA used to be filled with like tons of those guys. Like, it, it was it was a whole lot of Reggie Millers and JJ Reddicks and shit. Like, I don't even think they make basketball players like that no more. Like, your endurance got to be crazy for you to start one way, go in the opposite way, use your use your man's uh, use your man going in one direction and cutting back. So, like. He, it's it's basically like he ran a marathon in four quarters and still shot a high percentage at the three point uh at the three point line, but his motion in this offense is going to be entirely different. Like Hawkins is basically playing a game within the game. So, like to answer your question, yes, he it, it, it's going to be incredible. I don't know, Chris. <laughs> Look, man, he got he got all mathematical and scientific, man. I, yeah, if I had yeah. a, if I had a lab coat, I'd have, I you know I gotta you know I I gotta look the part, man. Like hold on, like you know what I'm saying? Well, numbers, he, you look he, like Fable. It was a. <laughs> <laughs> bye, bye. All right, um, I'm sorry, Justin. I apologize. Um, <laughs> what's the question? <laughs> Jordan Hawkins. Oh yeah, 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 dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I mean, yeah, like one hundred percent, man. I, you know, I, I think of a lot of the dribble handoffs and just the relationship that Zion and JJ built, like off the run. You know what I mean? Like, like just, just quickly, they, they were those two had one of the best two man games, specifically in that first in that first year. You know, um, and you know, you think of Jordan and. His ability coming off screens and running left, right. Everybody knows that one clip where he comes out like six, seven screens, and I mean, he, yep. he's you know, like so. Um, if the if the offense continues to be creative, I mean, there, there's just there's no one outside of outside of CJ who still has a a want to get to the mid range, and will take some time with, uh, in some cases, over dribbling. That's not Jordan Hawkins' game. He catches the ball. It's to do one thing. It's to shoot, and it's a quick release. He can, you know, he can shoot with the screen in front of him. He can shoot off balance. He can shoot, you know, I, I've seen him shoot in the corner. I've shoot, seen him, seen him shoot. I've seen him pump fake. I've seen him, uh, uh, do, I've seen him drive. Like, like he has so many different you know, mid range. I don't have a problem with Jordan Hawkins, even if I had a a particular thought about my my process. That is perfect. That archetype is perfect for this team and these kind of players that have so many. Individuals that want to get to the paint or to the mid range, hundred percent. My only question is, what kind of patience will mm. this staff and this coach have with have with a young guy that's not that's not defense first? I'm sorry, I have PTSD because I watched Trey struggle and was offensively. I saw him go through a slump in his first year. I saw him go through a slump, you know, to start in different parts of the second year, and you know. At certain part, it, it, it felt like the, the the staff lost faith in him, a little bit of trust. It all, you know, and we started seeing all different type of crazy rotation moves and, and, and starting lineup changes that <laughs> didn't make sense. 
if Jordan Hawkins struggles defensively, if he can't give you much else as a creator and he goes through a cold slump and this team and they decide they are, they, they decide that game one, they're going to have him in the rotation. What type of patience will they have when he goes through a slump that all shooters go through? That's what I'm curious about because when you look at the young guys that have played consistently for this team, the ones that we, that, you know, that we talk a lot about are defenders, the young guy. I mean, that's just, no, that's that's how it goes. Maybe with the changes, maybe with the evolution of, you know, of Willie Green and some of the people that have been with the staff previously, maybe maybe that changes. That's my only wonder and my only concern. We're just talking about year one, Jordan Hawkins. Yeah, my, only, my, my, my bad. My only rebuttal to no. that is saying seeing, you know, that team, or let's say the previous team, previous iteration of this team with with certain coaches on the coaching staff. They were so confused, right? That yeah, the, Trey had no no other option to be confused because that they were confused too. So they were going up and down and kind of depicting on how they wanted to play and the, the changes they made. So of course Trey was going to be up and down. There was no consistency. It's like a kid, right? It's like if there's no stability at home, how are you expect a kid to be st- stable in, in school mm. and, and, and doing that work? No, there needs to be a stable organization stable offense for for jordan hawkins to either rise or fall in and then you can make a proper decision on this young man rather than you know oh we're gonna play this way tonight and then next week we're gonna play a different way and then we're gonna expect this young man to be at his top level no no the the ground is being taken from under him just like trades was right and you make a great point jared because i think it's very important and you talk about all the time it's like what we just mentioned, the identity, like it doesn't matter who is out, you're going to play the same way. And I feel like with Borrego, we're going to instill that. And I think offensively, you're going to see a lot better, more fluent offense. Now, that's an interesting point, Lito, because I keep like, what are we doing with JV? Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? That That's still a major question for me because, listen, I like JV. I do. We don't use him right. Now, Borrego comes in. That could change. I, I really don't know what you do with him because he's still on a good contract. Uh, I mean, he, the man only played nineteen hundred minutes last year, so he, he, you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. Fable. Uh, I feel like, I mean, do, do are they gonna keep JV? Like, why wouldn't you? I don't know why JV would want to come back. Like, I don't know why JV would want to come back to this particular situation. He said, what did you say a month ago? He said, I'd be happy to come back. Yeah, I have that my comrade. He just got his degree. So, you know, like, we, you know, like, we, 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 we keeping it a buck. But, like, I I feel like how this particular team wants to play, I don't know if JV, I don't know if JV is the best option for how this team wants to play. Explain. Well, like, okay. For instance, I just told you he played 1,900 minutes. Yeah. Right, which is probably like a, a, a career low since he's been a starter. Um, What what do you think JV's role was last year? Oh, I don't know because it changed every game. I, there was – I have no clue. And not until it. February. Until until February, we had, we had no idea. It was right. kind of like – He kind of closed. He didn't close. Yeah, you live. <laughs> yeah, you know. Not- like that's basically question five asked uh uh Willie about about Trey. Like it wasn't it just was yo man, you get it in the rhythm of the offense. You get you know, like I <laughs> so I look I what I wonder is all right, they I'll, and I'll get them credit. 
few people said in their exit interviews that it was going to be um, that this team was going to be looking for shooting upgrades and rim protection. They got one shooter. I don't know if they'll add another, if they'll make any moves. But I'm pretty confident there that they're going to add a rim protector. Is that rim protector going to be I, – I have a hard time seeing, if you're going to keep Larry Nance, how that rim protector is going to be just a third big in the rotation. You know what I'm saying? I think it just – it feels like if they are going to add a rim protector and you saw – and you still – or you still trying to outline if this team is healthy because we you still have to – Figuring Zion at the five minutes. We got a small sample of Herb at the five minutes. Trey, Trey got stronger. Will we see Trey at the five minutes? Make like all of these different options that you were going to have. It feels like if they if they said that they are going to add, they, they they took a shooter at 14, a lottery, you know, a lottery pick. Um, it feels like if you said that that's that that's something um that's gonna be very important to you. And I think Griffin or uh or Trajan said it again after the draft. It feels like it's going to be to replace Jonas. That's just how I read, you know, everything. And that's outside of the fact that what we saw last year, there was so many games towards the towards the end. It just felt like there's just no way Jonas is going to return to this team. Right. Five. They, they just don't do my dog any justice at this point. You know, he 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 plans uh, reverse psychology on him. He, he got his degree. He he see the play before it happens, so he's gonna say the right things and. It just, it just, it's a bad feeling because you know the dude's super talented, and there was a lot of games where he could have been, you know, he could have had thirty and twenty. It, it just, they didn't play him enough, or or he's playing really well, and they and they take him out, like or, or don't give him a longer leash, right? And, and it's frustrating to see because you because you know, like, all right, he's done this before. He's been in this league a long time. Um, he's at it. Uh, you could say his three balls gotten even more consistent, right? Even with even if he does that stupid pump fake, he he gonna he's still gonna make it happen. And I I'd, I'd hate to see him go because if I'm Borrega, I'm looking at like, no, I'm keeping all the weapons I want. Like, no, this dude can. And he play. loves to play through the big too. Borrego's big on playing through the big. It's a really good, and also he's a really good screener. And it's and it's kind of hard to find like these elite screeners out there. That's disgusting. You know. <laughs> It's it's hard. It's hard to find like elite screeners out there. I think it's a really good one. It's just the guards aren't really good enough at, at coming off the screen. So I think there needs to be some kind of you know teach. How many tape moving there. screens did we have this? Year? Oh my goodness! Must, we had to lead the league. In. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, Stop blaming you it on the big. Disgusted. That's Stop a blaming it on the big. That's a good. That's a. That's also a good point. Uh, five. I, if if you're going to make a make a uh, you know a point, or you can give an argument for for Jonas to return. Um, if Borrego's offense is as much about movement as it is, you talk about the different pick and roll looks and talk about the kind of, you know, the kind of involvement that he wants his players being more on the run, kind of got to have some decent or good screeners involved in these actions to be able to visualize that and make that happen. So um, it's not like Jonas is, it has had a career where he's been playing 30 minutes a game his whole career. He's, he's, he's used to, on winning teams dating back to Toronto and some, and sometimes with Memphis, um, he's used to having 20, 20 minute games, 25 minutes. Like he's not a, the guy that we got, uh, you know, last year that was playing, you know, you know, a, a high volume of minutes. That's not what his career has, you know, has been, especially on good teams. He had to do that out of necessity because the first question, number one and number 14 were on the floor together. 
you know, and somebody had to give this team extra offense in the half court. Um, it's his contract isn't isn't that crazy. There's a way to make you these contracts that not all these contracts. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I think I think it's good. It's good value for the production. You can't give them if you utilize them. So I, I I get I can see Jonas Jonas returning, but they have to be honest. Everybody has to be honest, and there has to be a plan in place, and they have to like. If, I've talked about the confusion. If, if it's if it's clear what's going on versus we just trying to figure this out on the run on the fly, and there's a clear plan in place towards him. Um, and you know, some nights are gonna be Larry. Like, I mean, they wanted to close with Larry Nance almost every night when Larry was. They healthy. did. They did for the first what twenty something games, and they ran him into the ground. Yeah, but if it's true, you know, like if, if you're not going to deviate from from Jonas without really any type of explanation or plan involved. And not use them, it's pointless to have them. Sure. Um, before we get into the last segment, uh, Chris, I forgot I had to bring this up. Um, <laughs> this is uh people like is that. Jordan is Jordan Hawkins the black JJ Reddick? I, I mean, I was just watching film and that's just and that's that's what I and I thought about JJ being being a Pelican and that and that's what I thought about. Some people took that took that literal like, no, he's a no, no shit, he's those cities, they're, they're, they're not the same athletically. That's hey, what? Come on, man. Like, like you, I'm literally just specifically talking about movement and how he could be used strictly with Zion. And Jerry, you know, you know, another ahead. thing. Sorry, I wanted to ask you this because his release is lightning quick. Yeah, lightning it, quick. It reminds me of a guy that, that went to UConn. I know y'all, I know this is crazy. We're right, talking about it. a Hall of Famer. What's his name? No, 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 say his name. They call him Jesus from time to time. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they call Jesus from time to time. He was in a movie. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was in a movie or two. He, you know, he, hmm. he got recruited by Big State. That's a really crazy hmm. scene. Jordan did, huh? Yeah, yeah. Jordan film. He was in there with, with, with your man. You know, you know the greatest actor of all time. That was his dad, yeah? Yeah. That wow. was his pa. Wow. You know, you know. Wow. They, oh, Ray Allen, if y'all if y'all didn't catch those those shows, but you left I, the most important part out about Lala. But but keep going, keep going. <laughs> we go, we go, you know, we got a Lala. We don't want to confuse it too. No, but, not that Lala. Listen, I, his his release, the way he's built, they're both six five, sneaky, athletic, can get to the rim. I mean, I, I'm not saying he's gonna have like this super Hall of Fame career. No, but the kid can shoot. I think he's. I think he's going to have a successful career because he can shoot, and I think all those other things will come as time progresses. If he's in the right system and the right coaches around him, you know, no, the ball's not going to be in his hands. I think that's great for him. The ball doesn't have to be in his hands. Like, no, just space the floor and play behind those guys, and also run plays for him when he is hot. Yeah, like let's. And then once he is, like, once you start running plays for him, that opens up everything. It's almost like an inverse action as well. Like, you can run things for him just to get Zion or Brandon open for an easy layup. I mean, what are we doing? It's basketball, people. <laughs> Leo, do you think that was a fair comparison? Like, do you do you see JJ? I'm Listen, let me – I'm never going to be the person to ever give Chris Conner credit. Like, I don't want good things in life for him, right? That's not what I want. But – when I saw it, I knew exactly what he was talking about. And I literally just said Jordan Hawkins is running the Crescent City Classic while he's playing basketball. Like, <laughs> they literally do the same thing, bro. They, the movement is nonstop. So, yes, he he was he was spot on. Don't tell him I said it. He was spot on with his 
with his comparison to that. Like, and I don't, it's, it's a weird, and I don't know why people hated it so much. And I don't understand why people hate, hated, like, people hated the tweet. People hate everything. No yeah. one, nobody, why, why nobody did someone anything. hate that tweet? <laughs> nobody, nobody likes anything. Everybody wants to be miserable. No matter what you say, <laughs> nobody, nobody, no, no matter what you say, people, people going to hate it. So that's just, they had to find something to hate on that day. And I'm cool with it. Cause I hate a lot of, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hey! <laughs> I don't hey, know, hey, Wait, bring that tweet hey, back hey, up. Hey, hey, hey! Oh, <laughs> oh man! man Shout, out Shout, Shout out to you! Shout out to you! Two time, two time mean tweet of the week winner. By the oh, way. for real? He, yeah, he's he two, times, two times. Two times. I think he's doing this on purpose. I think he's trying to get up on. Man, trying, to get auto, man. trying to get his followers up. <laughs> You know, trying to get his uh, interactions up. I can't believe people really disliked that. I thought it was a great tweet. I was like, it actually does the way he the way he moves off of screens. Literally, that's what JJ would do. And the way and, he expresses up quick, man. Bro, geez. he's running. Like no, like let's he's let's really talk about running. that. He is running, running. off these screens. Like, like do you know how like in cool uh, fucking speed your endurance dude. has to be. Like you want to talk about that's crazy. That's what Steph Curry does, man. Bro, that's, that's all. I'm, that's that literally was the point I was making when I was talking about. Hit how many how many threes he shoots a game and at how fast he's running. Yo, that's not they, normal. He was their number one option. Like it's this isn't like a guy like like no they're they're trying to feed the big man and he's coming off of that. Like no no they know he's getting to the ball and they couldn't <laughs> stop it. They know he's getting the ball and that's that's a really beautiful thing about it. Like he's reading how the defense is playing. I think that's really key about it. I think not a lot of people are bringing that up. Is no, he's reading his defender. Like, he knows where they are. Yeah. Like, he knows how to set them up and come off the screen. I think I think this kid he, can be really good in the, in the right place. Hopefully, that's, it's here. That's hard I, to I, teach, too. And then the other thing, too, like, I think you when you, you talk about, you know, growth as a player, like, you know, AD likes to say growth isn't linear. But I like I, – I'd like to think that when you see this form of Jordan Hawkins, like, this isn't his final form either. Like, that, that it's not to say, like, he's never going to be – I don't know Devin Booker off the dribble, right? But I'm saying like he probably could add a dribble pull up or two. He can add like small things where it, it can it can you know enhance his game. If you look at him in college last year, bro, he averaged five points a game, right? To go oh, from five worker. points, huh? He's a worker. He's a worker. Yeah, I think in uh, Christian Clark's article today, he said um, he interviewed Hurley, uh, who the coach of the. Yeah. Of UConn, and he said that they had a meeting in the offseason that he needed to get up more shots because he was so efficient. Um, I thought that was he, he shot. Was I think impressive. three. He should. He had three. Three. He had three three point attempts per game last season to go from three to seven point six to go from five points a game to set to seventeen points a game basically in a single season is crazy. Big jump. It's a big jump. Kim and Trey Murphy are going to be. Um, Best of friends for for a lot of reasons. There's some there's some comparisons there from some of the things that we heard about Trey coming out and just the just the you know the awareness. I think Trey was 21 when he was drafted. Um, you know they they Trey was more of a of a spot up guy than than the motion that Jordan Hawkins brings you. But uh, I mean he talked heavily about how happy he was that the team was adding shooting when he was uh, on, on ESPN do, during the draft. And you can just imagine those, those guys, I mean, you know, talking about the, talking about the shooting competitions, 
those two having a shooting a shooting competition is going to be crazy. There's not going to be anybody else that, that they has literally be they could, compete. <laughs> they could literally be their own version of the Splash Brothers if if it works out. Well, you know, that's what I was um going to actually ask you, Chris, because Trey stationary most not not most of the time, but kind of stationary. Hawkins running off snaking. Do you do someone you know tweeted me that? Do you agree with that? Um. So I, I'm not saying Trey's like maybe because you know what they never really drew up anything for Trey, so how could he possibly yeah, come off screens I, I, and move? I, mean, so I, so I don't, I don't I, think, I don't think when he came out of when he came out of college, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was a strong, it was a strong suit, and I wouldn't say that he was necessarily elite at it. But it's hard to judge him on it because we didn't really get a chance to see enough of it. And last year he got better. He did. He did get better. Yes. You, saw, you saw different releases. You saw quicker releases. You saw higher releases off the mm. move. You know, until you get a chance to really see it at a volume, you know, at a high volume. I just think Jordan Hawkins is more is more advanced like today, today at it or at an earlier at an earlier stage. That was that's his, you know, that's his specialty or it's one of his specialties. So um, I, I, I can see it, but. I don't know if um, while I don't I think Trey needs to still has some work to do there until we see it at a higher volume. I don't know if it's if it's even fair from from my perspective to say he isn't good at it. But I think Hawkins has a beat. If that's that, something that just popped up in my head that, that I kind of like to think about. I mean, Justin, we've talked about this before when you watch Stephen Clay and Draymond have the ball at the top and Clay will set a screen for for Steph. Steph will roll and it's almost like you got to pick your poison. Right. right, and then you'll just see a die. If Trey became a better screener, bro, he won't even have to run off a screen. I like if I'm him, like I'm going to set screens no matter what. Yep. Because as soon as you do that, they gotta figure out what they're gonna do. Are they gonna switch on Zion? Are they gonna switch on Jordan? They gonna switch on Bi? They gonna switch on CJ? Oh, they're not. Oh, they're gonna go with them. They're gonna double him. Cool. I get to step back and shoot it through. It, it, bro, it's gonna open up everything for everybody else. Screening is so important. That's why Steph Curry's elite because he's one of the best back screeners because that then confuses defenses and he comes off of pin downs wherever he wants to because they didn't switch or communicate it. Setting a back screen when you're a shooter is probably one of the better best things you can possibly do to get open. Yeah. Um, you got to come up with a cool nickname for them. For who? For for Trey and, and, and Jordan. Let's see him shooting first. Let's. Shoot I don't want to hear Trey come up with any more nicknames. No, 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 I'm, no I'm talking about this tomorrow. I'm not letting that brother off the hook. No, they real stroker is crazy. They, yeah, man. dog. Like, come on now, man. It's crazy. Larry can't do it either. Yeah, nah, they gonna nah. be. Oh man, man. I mean, Larry, yeah, Larry, just stick to the Photoshop, dog. Like, just, no, <laughs> it's it, simple, bro. I mean, you got the splat. Are they going? <laughs> no trick. No more. No, I'm about to. I'm, the Stroke Brothers. I, I, no, crazy. no, Trey, just, no, <laughs> no, bro, no, bro. I'm just saying, no. you leave it. All right, until further notice, that roster cannot come up with any more nicknames. No, we see better. I'm gonna no. talk about that tomorrow. That's crazy, bro. Because so, so, as Chris is saying that, speaking of, of which, best tweet of the week, uh, Larry Nance. You think they are mature enough for a space yet? At Chris or at on page bull. Then Trey Murphy with the quote tweet. Somebody text me when the next spaces is up. Chris, this is gonna be a fun one tomorrow. What uh, what do y'all got planned? 
Uh, I'm going to do a, a little bit of a pre-show, get, you know, as many people that, that want to, uh, since, since it's going to be streamed live on YouTube, many people that want to, they want to come and join and, you know, talk before the show actually starts. Uh, it will not be, um, typically, you know, we record and we store whatever spaces that are done on Twitter. This won't be one of those. It will be streamed live and will be recorded and left on YouTube. So if you want to see it after the show, got to come to the page. You gotta, you gotta come see us to end up seeing to end up seeing uh, the mm. um, the show after after it's done. So mm. yeah, man. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, man. I I I think we should. I expect I expect. Um, I think Trey will definitely show up. I expect CJ to show up. I don't know if they'll speak or not, but I have a feeling this one will be a lot more a lot more advanced and a lot more challenging in regards to since Larry knows how it works, and I think I think we'll have a, we'll have a good time, man. You know what? You know what's crazy? The real answer to the question is no. You know these people aren't mature enough for this. I hope he knows what he's getting into. <laughs> this is about to be hilarious. This is going to be fucking hilarious, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I had no clue where you were going with that. It's going to be bad. <laughs> oh, man. You don't, you, don't, you don't believe it? You don't believe it in uh, the, the spaces? The, the spaces? I don't believe in maturity. <laughs> oh, my God. Heck no. I you know. I mean, we'll see, man. I I, I think um, maybe you know. I have a lot of a lot of belief in my ability to control this, and I think For sure. I, I I'm last time people people were you know. I don't I don't like saying adults were well behaved. So I got to come up with a different a different way. But people people weren't weren't disrespectful. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm hoping that that doesn't start because the thing about space is that once once one person gets disrespectful. There's an it just go. Everybody has to get disrespectful. We'll see. And Lord knows if CJ gets on that stage and Trey, then you know it kind of changes the climate and things. So we'll, you know, man, I, I, it's, it's one thing about spaces, Pelican spaces, you don't know. But I'm happy that it's really dope that Larry wanted to, you know, run this back. And I'm, I'm telling you, man, like it really it opens up access for future players and just, you know, at least you know the community feeling, feeling involved. And it's unique because you look around the league. I don't see many many other players on their respective teams just talking to the people that come and support by their you know by their merchandise and come watch them live, at, at least not twice. So you know, um, hopefully it, it it continues. Shout out to Larry for that. Good yeah, job, Larry. Fun, so. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Good job, Chris. Dog. Good job. Appreciate yeah, that. Fun tomorrow. Um, hey, anything else? I was getting a summer league, but we're we're about to cap. You know, we're out of time. Man. Do you, Chris needs to start selling do rags. We just waiting, you know. We all waiting on do rags from from Chris. We gonna get this shirt. We we gonna get this shirt first. Yeah, yeah. And then we gonna lead. And then we gonna lead to the do rag. Gotcha. And, and 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 we've been man. And 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 at some point, at some point, man, we, uh, a soldier rag has to has to happen. Man, I've been I, I was supposed to have been have been thought about something on that. So we, yo, man. But yeah, yeah I do. I thought about that. That's crazy. I thought about that earlier. Are all we right. talking summer league? No. <laughs> No, uh, we'll say we'll say it for either Wednesday or next Sunday. Um, good to see you guys. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Love to hear your thoughts on what the Pelicans can do if they stay healthy. Presented to you by Chris Smith Realty. Make sure to give them a call at 504-231-2004. We will see y'all. Hopefully, we'll see y'all tomorrow with live spaces starting at 615. Later.